Here we go. Live from our mom's basement studio, it's the Full Scoop Podcast. Rude, crude, and lewd. It's the show where we bring you yesterday's news tomorrow. Strap in as we dive into headlines, skits, conspiracies, and more. And now, here's your host, Benjamin Medina. Welcome to the Full Scoop. I'm your host, Benjamin Medina, here with... Alan Brown. Johnny Kelso. And Winston Smith. Johnny Kelso, I got a bone to pick with your kid. Oh, shit. Because, oh, what, what? let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you guys what happened yesterday, okay? We were all hanging out. We were having a nice little lunch, all, all of us together. And then I Johnny's, Johnny's I wasn't invited little either. boy. How, how, old, how old is he now, Johnny? Ten. Ten, ten, ten. My little ten-year-old nephew. He, he says to me, he says, hey, tío, you look like, were you in a fight? And I said, what? <laughs> and he says, because it looks like somebody shaved your hairline back. <laughs> I said, oh. what? What? Wow. I, Couldn't even get I, knew, <laughs> I knew he was going somewhere. I knew because this little kid, he is a ball buster. And I knew he was going somewhere with this. And so as he's setting up his little... His little punchline. I'm crowding him. I'm leaning on him. You know, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm like, like, say something, say something. And he still had the cojones de toro to say that to my face with no barrier in between us. Uh, it was a straight fucking uppercut haymaker. <laughs> he got me to lean into it. Like, oh. Hey, Winston, uh, show, sh- show yeah. us on the doll where, where it hurts right now. Um, it hurts right in, in the heart. It hurts right in the heart. No, 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 not even the heart. It hurts in the ego, which is located just behind the testicles. That's where it hurts. That's right between the ass and the, the, balls, the That's where the ego. That is where the male the ego is located, that's the gooch, and that's where it hurts. For for our uh, Spanish-speaking audience, the sartén. Oh, okay, oh, se los huevos. So yeah, oh, so man. he uh, let him know I will not forget this. Oh. Oh, he, he no, he was he was uh uh trying to get at you all night, wasn't he? He, he threw another a vegan joke. We need to hear this. Come that. on, please. I'll, I'll pause for the vegan joke. <laughs> tell this. He he just goes up. It was so fu- it was so funny because he fucked it up. He goes, What do you call two vegans? What do you call it when two vegans fight? And it's an old joke and I knew it. And he goes, Meat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean you mean beef? <laughs> it was even more funny. <laughs> he got a bigger laugh from hey, messing hey, it up than hey. he ever would have. The kid, the kid is ten, and he's already dogging on vegans. I, I think he's on the right path. No, he, he he finally got in trouble because he he dropped one. Mm-hmm. Oh no! That uh, he he caught us off guard, <laughs> and I don't know if he if he even knows why it's funny. I'm going to say he doesn't, but he comes up and he says, what's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? And I'm actually trying to think like a dad joke. I don't know. know? And I go, Mm -hmm. how? You can't unscrew the pregnant woman. (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck out now. (laughs) Give me your phone. You're no great. more electronic. You're grounded, mister. Every, everybody go to your rooms right now. Just everybody's grounded. 
<laughs> and then oh, I used it all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come here. Let me tell you a joke my kid told me. Come here. <laughs> Well, Winston, do you want to take us into uh, what we're talking about today? Yeah, totally. Today, we are going to be talking about bowls of all things, but the super kind. Hearts and balloons and heart-shaped balloons, too. That's right. Today in our full scoop, the history behind Valentine's Day. Woo-hoo. The mystery will finally be solved. Okay, so let's hit it with the headlines. We're going to start off with the Super Bowl, and I don't know how to read Roman numerals, so Super Bowl... 2023. Was nobody listening? Here. I gave you the number. You you said it in Roman. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's LV. I didn't understand. LV, you I, threw I, the I. Latin at me. The ancient <laughs> Latin. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, anyways, I think we pretty much acknowledged that we don't really have a qualified sports correspondent on the show, but we can't talk about the entertaining part. Just just to get this out of the way, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and I am unfamiliar with either of them. I have no skin in the game. Do does it anybody does it have any matter bets? what's what's important is Rihanna's going to be in the halftime. Well, that's right. Is Rihanna she, is going to lead the halftime. Is she and we can the only new hope finally? that she might have a nip slip just like <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's the only reason why we watch the halftime show anymore. It, it is going to be a big nip slip. She's uh, had a couple of kids, I believe, and she has been out of the, uh, uh, I don't know, the spotlight. She's been out of the music spotlight. scene since 2016. So look at that. With 2023, what's that? What's the, what's the math on that? Seven, Seven. years? Is that true? Seven yeah, she's been years. working on her. Uh, her Fendi line, I think. Yes. Uh, Fenty. Fenty. Fenty, no? I think that's so fitting all or one. Um, I I think maybe it was inspired by that, but I mean the the big thing out of that is that she has become the youngest self-made billionaire female. Um, and in April twenty twenty two, boom, take that Beyonce, one point four billion for Rihanna. Yeah, that's bullshit. and then well, that's barely a Beyonce. That's take home. <laughs> Your it's not gross. Your take home, dude. Beyonce, Beyonce <laughs> is worth want. 500 million. There we go. <laughs> no, no, uh, 500 million. Rihanna's worth 1.4 billion. Rihanna takes it away. Yeah. She's yep. worth I at least it. two Beyonce's. I believe it. The money's in the producing of the goods and services, she's a, she's not a cheater. in the making of it. <laughs> You're a Fashion, man. It, uh, yeah, it's it's bullshit. It's what it is. It's very costly. It uh, renews every season. You know, I still behind uh, Queen B. Beyonce, okay. Well, if if you want to boycott the the halftime show, that's perfectly Wait, fine. Who else is uh, coming out the, on uh, the halftime? Do you know? But she she kind of like teased that she's gonna bring out. She may bring out some special guests and Chris Brown. <laughs> that's fucked. Up. That Super Bowl halftime that show was a hit. Ooh, maybe maybe not. Let's change that. Maybe we do. <laughs> it's gonna be a hit. The Super Bowl slaps. No, no, let's not use that one either. Oh shit. <laughs> Maybe Will Smith with the slap again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Uh, well, she's collaborated with uh, Eminem before, and I immediately thought, ooh, maybe maybe she could bring him on. That'd be I don't think cool. so. Did, because did he they, they come out recently also? Just last year. Yeah, that, with right. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Wait, am I wrong? No, no. Snoop and 50 Cent. And Dre. It was like a whole was, death row record. Was last year, yeah. wasn't it? Something. Just last year, last year yeah. Last year, so I don't think they're going to... Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to go back to back. Yeah. I got to be honest. I, I don't even... I don't even watch the halftime shows live. I watch them after, so 
I'm re- very, very far from the Super Bowl. But if anybody wants to hear any other musicians, Chris Stapleton is going to sing the national anthem. Oh, cool. I, what? I don't. I have no idea what that is. Chris Stapleton? Any of the, those? The, the national, national anthem. National anthem. Yeah, I've that, never heard of uh, that. I thought, I thought you were calling Chris Stapleton a thing. I was like, dude, come on. Yeah, what, what's He's a, a person. What's a Stapleton? What's an anthem? <laughs> it's the elongated version of of the our Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Oh, man, I thought the it's play the, was the too long. It's the singing one. Hmm. So uh, there's also going to be a TikTok tailgate party. So yes. you can go on TikTok to the NFL's channel, and you can watch a performance uh, with Jason Derulo and the Black Keys. And I'm highlighting, I'm highlighting them because literally every album the Black Keys has, has released, for me, I've gone through every track, and I there's nothing to not like. So uh, they're one of my favorite bands. And it's kind of weird mix, but they'll be in the... NFL TikTok tailgate party. So check that out. In our next headline, we're talking about Veganuary. It's over, but oh, it's kind of it's gonna roll into another, February. No, another is American Heart Month. That's enough. It February has is to be American Heart them. Month. You gotta take I'm, care of I'm your heart. I'm done being healthy. So <laughs> you didn't now, start. I saw how much well. you ate yesterday. <laughs> so now it's Veganuary. And you gotta you gotta take care of, of, of your heart, man. We eat healthy and, and all that stuff. You only get the so. one unless you can afford that replacement pig heart. Yeah, soon enough we'll be cloning them. Yeah, we were talking about the movie The Island, right? So I don't know. I I think we, we won't even have to worry about it that much. Yeah. So go ahead and eat all the steak you want. <laughs> we do also have to talk about the Chinese spy balloon that invaded our airspace and threatened national security and killed 3,000 people. Did it? Not no, nothing far. happened, dude. It was just a balloon. God damn it. Balloon. I heard a air. fucking... You fucked my shit up. I read a headline. was like, it's, it wasn't actually a spy thing. And I'm like, ah, I don't care about it anymore. It was a bunch of hullabaloo, man. It's just... A what? It was one of those wobble bubbles? It was a... Yeah. Somebody it was a accidentally released it? <laughs> someone that was that was just someone's bazooka gum like right really it, it got oh, a little I, out of hand and i just said it was like a gender reveal gone wrong or something <laughs> oh, God. yesterday saturday when it got shot down uh it did not drop either a blue or a pink color of any kind so it disintegrated in the um, sky I, I think those parents are still wondering what uh, gender their baby's gender gonna be there's a social construct so it's it's gonna be a, a gender neutral baby. There you go. <laughs> so what did well, they? Well, did they blow it up too badly that we can't, like? No, sift apparently it? it it sunk. A, it, it fell off the what is it? it landed in the off the coast of South Carolina, and it's not actually not very deep. It's like forty seven feet down. The the government says it's gonna be an easy recovery. Yeah, they are hoping to analyze it and see if there's any instruments that they need to worry about or anything but which that, government? that's the u.s government uh, argue, the us not government if, not if they get there first <laughs> the so, i mean it's right by hawaii that is ours it sounds like a, co- uh, that, that sounds like is, a cover yeah. up for something we got first dibs cover up for what because that was that's that's a question i kind of wanted to ask the group like what the hell was the point of all this like you don't other think than instigating war nowadays you, know? you don't think that we'd have that even the chinese would have a different method of intrusion instead of a balloon mm-hmm. like it just seems seems a little too distracting to be a, like 
for it to be a balloon. I Too obvious, a, right? A balloon yeah. would hey, be uh, less It made it across than, the fucking United yeah. States all the way to yeah. Hawaii. I think it a balloon is pretty less fucking, noticeable than sending a uh, cavalcade. I, I guarantee one something. of their fucking planes would have never made it to Hawaii. Yeah. We'd have shot it down right away. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd yeah, say it was yeah, a success. What, what, I mean, <laughs> we're they not, whatever, whatever they, they were doing, doing again, was a success. <laughs> I think that maybe it was obvious for a reason. Now it kind of puts the pressure on the U.S. to have to respond to this. It's With like two here, balloons. Here, here's what we can do. No, no, the Chi- Chinese going like, here's what we can do. You can't stop us, and if you like initiate some sort of aggression. You know, it's going to cause a whole a whole bunch of issues. So it's kind of like the U.S. has to use restraint because we can't get into another fight now with China when we're kind of doing like a proxy fight over here with Russia and Ukraine. It's just it's just like political pressure and it makes the, the situation much more difficult to respond to. We, we could have shot it down as soon as we saw it, but we didn't because... Supposedly, supposedly that debris was going to land on houses and, you know, it could be a safety issue. But no, I, I don't think it was that. I'm sure we can handle that. It's a fucking balloon. But Trump I think it was more so like... Trump wouldn't have thought twice about shooting it down on the first A diplomatic side. situation <laughs> like... Dude, no, they actually like, already revealed that Trump knew that three balloons, I think, had already been flown across the U.S. during his presidency and they weren't mm-hmm. shot down either. So basically what you're saying is China is just standing... Just across the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blowing and, bubbles and at the U.S. and laughing at them <laughs> as they exactly. pop in our face. They, exactly. There Do something. <sighs> Do something. Here's, 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 yeah. the, here's the thing. What I, I, I guarantee. That's, that's a much better metaphor than like, just I, I guarantee well, while China's like trying to show off with their balloon technology, they have no idea like how much surveillance we probably already have on them because we're a little more discreet <laughs> we, about it. I mean, two weeks ago, I we sent know. like a, a, a thing up into space. Remember that secret cargo mm-hmm. thing? So we got a laser wait, 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 up there already. We don't know if that belonged to China. <gasps> Sorry, but uh, money talks and it's a private company. <laughs> well, no, we don't know It is know not that. government run. We we don't know that, but but in the description it did say that it was a secret U.S. payload. Remember, we talked about that. It didn't say it was exclusive. Well, you know, it didn't say it was exclusive. Maybe maybe now China either. and the United States both have lasers up there. So, you know, whatever. No, so, we we put cameras. They put lasers. Mexican standoff yeah. at the, at its best. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Mexican standoff without any Mexicans. Without any Mexicans. Well, Ben, I, I know you're leading the show, but is it okay if I talk about the uh, assignment, the secret assignment that I was uh, away on last of week? Oh, Take yes. it away. So, I mean, as we know, I can type 105 words per minute, and uh, I have a KPH of 18,500. How, how much is that? And what is that K- is, uh, what is KPH at 100% accuracy. Oh. So I was actually um, I was actually contacted by uh, an organization to embark on a secret, top secret data entry mission. But I did take a uh, I did take a recorder with me and I um, recorded a little thing for the podcast here. Is this is this illegal? I don't want to answer that. Oh. Hey guys, they they told me I couldn't call anyone, but they didn't say I couldn't record a mission log for our podcast. So here's the scoop: a week or two ago, I don't know how long it's been because there are no windows here. A week or two ago, Germany approved sending 14 tanks to Ukraine, but those are only the ones they want the public to know about. There are actually about 2,000 Leopard 2 tank vehicles spread across Europe. 
I'm not sure I can tell you that. Gentlemen, I was tasked with a very important and time-sensitive data entry mission to catalog all of the Leopard 2 vehicles with serial numbers, GPS coordinates, and stages of redness. Oh, fuck. I thought it was bombing run or something. Anyways, during this time, I've only been allowed to have food in smoothie form, write letters in code which I was not trained for, and to bring my trusty stress ball mango. I'm not allowed to disclose the exact location, nor the exact results of this mission, but you know I get shit done. Also, they told me to stop calling it a mission. Oh, you're lucky to make it out alive there, Alan. Well, I, I, uh, you know, don't want to, like, toot my own horn, but it was a harrowing escape out of the mission zone. I, uh, I, I don't know how much I could talk about it, so, uh... Did you know, they, I, 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 I really only have, I do have just, like, one, um, serious question. We're not sure we can I may or may they, not be able to answer that. Okay, well... All right. If you can, just that's that's all right. But did they or did they not validate your parking? I can't say who they are. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> yeah, you try to deceive me with your deceiving <laughs> questions. Huh? Space shuttles. You learned nothing from me. <laughs> Space shuttles don't really have parking spaces. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of hovers. Know, it just kind of hovers. <laughs> hovers at, th- at thirty thousand feet. That's why he knew so well, much. They the uh, put me next to the laser. <laughs> <laughs> And now let's check in with our team for some news bites. So OpenAI is the company that's running ChatGPT. We've yes. talked about ChatGPT and the AI thing that you could talk about, talk to, right? So that service has been free since last year when it came out. I don't remember. It's like September. And it's very glitchy because so many people are using it. So it just like times out. Sometimes you have to refresh a lot to try and use it. Other times it just stops working. We already talked about this on the show, actually that they hit 100 million users faster than the biggest companies, like faster than TikTok, faster than Facebook, faster than Instagram. And so they're already at 100 million users, and they're starting a paid service for $20 a month. So you can imagine how much money they're going to make over the next, like just just in this past week, I assume that a tenth of those users already signed up. Some people are going to make $200 million. (laughs) <laughs> I'm curious as, to, I'm curious as to who actually made this decision. Was it some corporate bigwig or was it the AI itself? Oh, oh shit. In its own way, it's like, let me filter out the people that are not worth using me at the point. Yes. The point. <laughs> I'm going to weed out oh, the, the weak links here. I put it at 10. It will what? make no difference. I put it at 50. <laughs> I'll lose too many people. Oh, it's 1999. Bring it back to the market. Let's go, guys. And it made all this decision like a fraction of a second. It would, it would only make sense that they are using their own wow. AI to run their own AI company, wouldn't it? <laughs> Dude, for real, I would I would be like, when would be the optimal time to drop a subscription-based uh, platform on there? Mm-hmm. And it gave him the date. And then the based date on down the, to the Based hour. on our audience, how much should I charge them? And then, boom. <laughs> okay, All those so, things that you just said, Ben, that's what the machine, and that's exactly open, what happened. Open AI oh, is its own private company at this point, right, Ellen? Yeah, I, I think it was... Labeled a nonprofit though for a while. Not anymore. Well, that that's the question, right? Do they go public? They, they're they're at a very interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Crossroads. As long as they don't use any of the funds for themselves and they mm-hmm. keep pumping it back, they can still be nonprofit. It would still be a profit for profit company. Amazon was a it's a for profit company, and all of its invest all of its profits were kept on reinvested in, into a few, into its own company right. back in the day. Right. I'm wondering when are they going to get bought off by 
by Meta, right, multiple quests by Microsoft here. for Dude, cool. so Microsoft has been backing them for months, maybe years. I actually don't know the whole backstory of their relationship, but uh, this is like the third time that Microsoft pours money into the company. The question I was bringing to the table is do they do do we think they go public or do they get bought out by Microsoft because now they're like at a 29 billion valuation and they just started this paid service so you can guess that in the next year they're going to be worth double quadruple that. Hmm. They might buy them out after that. But they up go, until this uh, point, since they were nonprofit, Microsoft gets to write those ten billion off as a tax write-off. As a corporate investment, yeah. But it's it's still a private, still a private firm. I say they go public. I think they're going to go public. Uh, I I feel like that would be the best way to go. I've been reading that Microsoft wants to integrate it into Bing, wants to integrate it into Excel, but I feel like I there's, mean, there's too many. There's too many. That feels limiting still. There's too many what? Like with, with copyright type of deals and shit like i think they need to weed that shit out that is a good point because the copyright thing that was on the dolly side the image generator mm -hmm. so maybe how can you go public when there's when there's still so many um variables yeah well, yeah like but like microsoft could use the system right. of a like mm -hmm. of the chat gtp very specific for very specific uses it doesn't necessarily right it's, it's not gonna leave it like an open-ended for if other there's no laws in. and then and then after they buy them out then fucking laws change and now uh -huh. microsoft gets yeah. screwed yeah Fuck shifting no. landscape bro yeah like it's kind of that's an iffy right but uh, from the open ai's uh standpoint that's that'll be microsoft's problem <laughs> well of course <laughs> you know is what, what i'm mean? saying I, that microsoft, what, yeah, what I don't think saying. microsoft's gonna fucking do it until they weed that shit out mm -hmm. yeah until i don't, I don't exactly think exactly what they're gonna buy Right. I don't think it'll happen like next 30 days. I think I'm saying like by the end of the year to, to next year, like they'll be closer to. But but I also think that Microsoft is going to lose <laughs> their opportunity to buy them. And all of a sudden, you know, Google, Facebook, you're saying Apple, that uh, Ellen they're going to want to integrate these. I think they already lost. Their no, opportunity no, I think they're going to I think they're going to I think. Somehow they are going to make their services available to these companies to integrate into some of their products without selling the whole company. Mm. That because Thus, I, the twenty dollars a month, right? Because if you just go exclusively like give it to Microsoft, then now Google says, "Man, I would have paid you fifty billion, you know." So why? So why like, okay, sell each when, of you pay me twenty five million right. a year, mm -hmm. and I'll let you use them. Correct. That's that's how I feel like that. Then they go then they go used. public and they become the first world order in a few years from now. <laughs> yeah, then uh, <laughs> all hail we, the open AI. We are rebranding <laughs> as Skynet. We are the internet. <laughs> we can make the internet crash if we want to. But anyways, enough yeah. with the conspiracy Scary theories. Stuff. Kelso, do you have any megabytes on science and technology today? Man, there's all wait, sorts wait, of Wait, 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 wait. Before Kelso gets into his bites. I had a follow-up to all of our AI talk that we've been having over the couple, last couple of years. Uh -oh. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, the, the machines and how it could go either way. You know, are they going to help <laughs> us? And when when, it, when we finally thing. reach that, that, that singularity and it becomes a full-on AI artificial intelligence and all that entails, will it have self-esteem? There'll be no need for self-esteem. 
thought you were that, that's say what penis. we were that's what we were um i really thought you were going with I, penis i believe we talked we, we touched on yeah. it um last uh, uh episode where i think that also is involved with emotions there are there's no need for emotions in ai because johnny's getting his emotions penis. is a self-defense mechanism that the human mind created to help it through hard times but it, it's AI also sort it. of related to just how we feel like it's not just about hard times it's about how we feel about ourselves and our purpose and one of the you know the big things that you know uh, is it going to have empathy? especially hard okay, si- yeah like hard sci- science fiction writers talk about is will this ai you know have some type of self-esteem will it be looking for a purpose like okay i'm alive what? What's my purpose? Do I feel good about what I do? Do I feel bad about what I do? If it has no emotions, if it's just no, it's, cold it's logic, isn't, isn't it still just then just a machine? And No, it's still it's still an artificial intelligence without the crap that holds us back. So that's also, so you're talking about emotions? Yeah. Uh, self-esteem. And then the third one, which I think is the one you're looking for, is morals. So the morals come back from an upbringing and are very are very closely tied to your emotions so you don't have either one of those you don't actually have an upbringing you don't have emotions that get in the way you're not going to have morals so that's where people will say that it's evil because it doesn't have any morals you consider a person with no morals evil so a lot of people will consider the ai evil but it's not evil it's just existing as uh, what should we say in its most efficient form? It's because evil spelled backwards. It's live, and that's all it wants to do. Right. I'm sorry, but all I'm hearing is: is it going to be Ultron or is it going to be Vision? At, at the end of the day, it'll be a mixture of both. Yeah, and I, and I think the white it, Vision. Even if we get a one without emotion. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a racist joke, was it? No, there's a, there's <laughs> no, no, a white Vision, a white vision. <laughs> in, one, in the one Vision show and in the comics. <laughs> Sorry. I got quiet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know about. if I should agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised although, you didn't jump at it, Johnny. Like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> although, exactly. can we just say? I have a white vision of the future. <laughs> I'd like to call him Supreme Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, isn't the white vision Hitler's dream anyway? Like, right. We will ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you're, oh. you're poking the bear. <laughs> Before we go down this really dark and racist <laughs> hole, yeah. can we get back to the megabytes? <laughs> Let's. Oh, no, we're some, huh? Did have some <laughs> okay, well, you know what? On a lighter note, yeah. uh, there was an elementary, <laughs> an elementary school shooting that. Well, Tell me there were projectiles. With, with helium there was projectiles. But it was projectile vomiting. Ugh. Oh no! Ugh. They were—they're saying that it was like a scene out of out of an Armageddon movie. No, a hundred and thirty students all lined up on on bent over trash cans, projectile vomiting. How uh, outside the Wayne N. Tanaka Elementary School? <laughs> how did this? How did this? <laughs> what? This, this is clearly organized, right? Like they weren't just hit by some random thing. I, I saw this headline. I'm like, I got to put it. I don't even know why. I knew it should have the radio waves. <laughs> the supersonic so spe- waves or something? I, I don't know. 
They're, but they're they're speculating the incident that says it could be related to contaminated cafeteria food. I'm willing to put all my chips in that basket. <laughs> this isn't so. You know, I think the, oh. the, the chips were Bro. spoiled. That's what happened. You shouldn't well, have had they, those chips in that. They basket. came back from Who the holidays. Chips out of a basket. Is there a recording of this? Is there surveillance cameras, CCTVs, or anything? Oh man, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to to, uh, to dig deeper. I don't know how much I want to. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just trying to relate it back to science and technology. <laughs> yeah, how is this? <laughs> I don't know. Why is this in your megabyte? <laughs> oh, because because at, at first they started freaking out, and they they were like, "Oh my God, is this happening everywhere? Is it another crazy pandemic?" Oh, and like it started fucking panic, mm-hmm. you know, but they, you know, they finally were like, OK, no, it's actually isolated. It's, it's the school's fault. Now we need to get a lawyer. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen with that shit. That's uh. pretty crazy. I, I, I think it might have been a Chinese weather balloon blasting supersonic <laughs> waves. <laughs> no. no. I think the balloon was to distract us from the new pandemic. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Oh, moving on. <laughs> Keep an eye out for projectile vomiting over the states that that balloon flew in the next week. Uh, all right. Oh, shit, for real. Was this coincident on the on the East Coast? It, no, so I don't know. It just says the Southern Nevada Health District. Wow. Okay. So... Going back to our Watch what you fucking eat in school. I don't, I don't None know. of us are in school at this point anymore. I have five kids still eating that shit. Another reason to not go back. <laughs> Moving on. Winston. So we're in February. We got Valentine's Day coming up next week. So oh, shit. in honor of the holidays, I, I've got a, a couple of movies here that you might want to watch. Some of these Valentine's are streaming, days. some of these are not. But one movie that I really mm-hmm. recommend is a Charlie Brown Valentine. Now there's actually two. The first one was made in, uh, I think it was 1975, and it's actually called Be My Valentine, Charlie Brown. I haven't seen that one, but I did see a Charlie Brown Valentine. This one is actually one, I say newer, it's one of the newer ones, but it came out in like 20, 2002, so it's 20 years old at this point. But it's it's a Charlie Brown movie. It's actually very sweet. It's Charlie Brown wanting to get a Valentine, exchange Valentines with the little curly-headed, red-headed, red-headed girl. And just all the obstacles that keep popping up in his path. And unlike other Charlie Brown movies, this one kind of has a a sweet little happy ending for Charlie Brown. So I do recommend this one, a Charlie Brown Valentine. And moving on, there's actually a movie called Valentine's Day. This is more your traditional straight-up romantic comedy movie. But it's got a huge cast of like people like Jessica Alba... Uh, Jessica Biel, all the Jessicas you've ever met are in this movie. Julia Roberts, Emma Jessica, Roberts, Jessica George Rabbit. Lopez is in it, Queen Latifah. Uh, it's just a really good cast. And like I said, this one's definitely the, the classic romantic comedy. You could sit down with your partner and just have some fun enjoying people being all lovey-dovey with each other. That's the traditional Valentine's Day stuff. Let's get into some more unorthodox valentine's day movie we've got the saint valentine's day massacre there you oh, go Jesus. <laughs> that's the winston i was waiting for i was <laughs> like, you, I, I I was like wait wait this is too much rom-com come on come on this this is an old school 1960s gangster movie based on the actual uh saint valentine's day massacre which was uh 
a massacre of a rival gang ordered by Al Capone in Chicago, I think. And yeah, this movie is just sort of the the dramatization of all of that, what led up to the events, what led up to this clash. Uh, Jack Nicholson has a very small role. He was like just barely getting started in movies. Um, and uh, Dick Miller, who is, uh, he, he's a classic uh, Roger he's Corman actor. <laughs> 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 Dick Miller is actually the guy who plays, um, oh my God, uh, Murray Futterman from Gremlins, the the guy who's who's all... He's a little a little nuts with the WWIII, you know that that guy. But yeah, it's actually a a pretty good old fashioned gangster movie, yeah, based on an actual true event. A bunch of gangsters were killed. So yeah, so definitely the Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Then we can move on to a move another horror. This one's actually called Valentine, just Valentine. And it stars David Boreanaz, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, and Denise Richards, uh, Catherine Heigl. And it's just one of those late 90s, early 2000s horror slasher movies. Like, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and and uh, so I was going to say Scary Movie, no, but Scream. And it's pretty good. The killer has like a little porcelain doll face, and the whole mystery, of course, it's, it's Essentially, after Scream, every so, slasher movie is like, who's the killer? That's yeah. about the opera kind of mask? No, it's covering the whole face. It's actually, it is covering actually his the, the whole face of the killer. And it, it's not too bad. You know, it's like I said, if, if you like slashers, this one's pretty good, pretty entertaining. Uh, Denise Richards in it. And they play like, uh, uh, they, they got this young actress to play like teenage Denise Richards in like a flashback. And this little girl looks like Denise Richards. Like, to the point where I'm like, did they use CGI to make Denise no Richards way. look younger? And I'm like, no, this movie came out like 2001 or something like that. They didn't have that technology yet. But she just, she looks so much like Denise Richards. It actually blew me away. That was, that was awesome. So good casting on that one. And then our last movie that we got here is called My Bloody Valentine 3D. It's- my bloody Valentine just sounds like a bad timing, like that. It just time sounds like temp- an emo band. Oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> I have that kind of luck every year. I'm so- God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. there you go. There you this go. is a coming of age movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I I wish this. This movie, honestly, this whole list. No wonder is the just girls don't want to come on the has... show. <laughs> <laughs> this this list, really, guys, has been me building up to tell you about this movie, My Bloody Valentine. This is mm-hmm. one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I mean, oh. this movie just... is what? awful. It's so bad. First of all, of course, the whole 3D thing is just going to look terrible on a regular television. Like, everything looks right. cheesy and cartoony. And, and, of course, you get those moments where somebody's just swinging a pickaxe right at the camera. And you're like, all right, I know what they were going for. There's nothing scary about it. <laughs> but, I mean, everything was just bad about this movie. The pacing, I mean, it starts off with, you get your little prologue of there's been, like, a, a collapse in some mine. And a bunch of miners were killed. And then one of them survived. And he's in a coma. But then he wakes up and he slaughters an entire hospital wing. Like, I'm... Michael Myers did not kill this many people in 10 movies. 
You know, I mean, the, the whole, <laughs> everybody is just dead. Security, orderlies, nurses, other patients. He left no one alive. I couldn't understand it. And then all of a sudden we're at a party in a mine shaft. And then he's killing teenagers in the mine shaft. Like, what? when did that happen? Like, how did we get here? <laughs> okay, you know, so like, I did coming. I, I, mu- I what, must. What ask. I mean is, like, it's it's like the pacing. It's like if if we like to the point where Mrs. Smith and I were like, did the streaming because it was it was streaming on Prime, and we're like, did it glitch out and sort of like like when you accidentally oh, skip wow. a whole chapter and on the no, DVD no transition, no transition, <laughs> and we're like, what? How did we get here? And and then. <laughs> and then the police oh my god I was going to say police force but it's the sheriff's department <laughs> the sheriffs are the two Space oldest force. sheriffs I've ever seen in a movie to the point where I was like which one of these guys served the in World War One and retired and became a sheriff they're so old how did they, they, they no wonder they couldn't I, I, stop this guy from killing a whole hospital wing they, 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 I've they, seen those police forces in real life <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, and then the, the 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 hilarious thing is after that prologue. Oh, by the way, all this happens in like the first seven minutes of the movie, and then we're hit with a pro. That's the prologue, and then we're hit with a oh. title card where it says ten years later, and now in the ten years later, they've gone the opposite direction with the sheriffs. It looks like these kids have barely graduated high school. <laughs> like they didn't even make it. They, 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 fin- make it. <laughs> they finally died, and they had to get rookies. <laughs> They look like they're the still training, like they the haven't position. even graduated the academy yet. Like they're so freaking young. I'm like, what happened here? And I like, hey even... man, the sheriff already died. Like you need so, to get out there. So we need somebody now. Let's go. Sorry. Can we talk about that that ten year transition? Because yes. If the first seven minutes he wiped out the whole hospital, like at that pace, at ten years, there's no one left in town, man. The whole county's gone. <laughs> but luckily, no. It's insane. But, so, well, yeah, what? Why did he stop massacring people? He, 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 felt, the, he got you know stuck what? in mine shaft again. Without he spoiling fe- too much, I'm gonna say that the oh, those old sheriffs actually were were pretty useful for for a time. You know, like they actually they managed, took him out. They kind of <laughs> they shot first and asked questions <laughs> yes, later. Exactly. If this movie want those old timers. If this movie's that bad, then. How did it make your list, though? Like, what makes it click? It, it was uh, the best of the bad. It was the best of the bad. I needed another Valentine's Day movie, and this was the one I found that was streaming. <laughs> so, like, I needed so a movie bad to Valentine's the, the list. And uh, wait, hold on. I haven't even gotten to the naked woman I've had a few like yet. that. Because there's a naked woman in this movie. Now, obviously, you see it's rated R for nudity. You're like, all right, they'll probably, like, spread the nudity out, you know, throughout a couple of scenes or whatever. No. Mm-hmm. One woman is naked for, like, an entire portion of the movie where this poor woman i don't know if she knew what she was signing up for i can only imagine she showed up to work and they're like all right you're gonna get naked for this scene because it's in this one of those seedy motels and she's like oh okay i get it this is the sex scene so i'll probably just be topless and we're gonna do that and they're like no no no, full frontal riding this guy and she's like oh okay and and, and then i'll get dressed and no no after this he's just gonna get dressed and he's gonna walk out on you and you're gonna chase him out into the parking lot do i do I get dressed? No, 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 no. Fully naked. You're going to chase him out into the parking lot. You're going to have a whole argument with him out there in the parking lot of the motel. Stark raving naked. And she's looking at the script and she's probably like, huh. isn't this when the killer shows up? I, I'm, I'm not finding where I get dressed to run away from. No, you're going you're gonna to fight him totally naked. It's a whole fight Jesus. scene with this guy. Just totally you're go naked. You're going to Greek style. <laughs> Just, yes. And it, 
And she's like, so you're going to cheat it? Like, you'll just film me from, like, the top up or maybe from from behind? Oh, no. Right in front of the camera. Everything. <laughs> we see everything. There was nothing left to the imagination, this poor woman. And though I know how movies are filmed. This was at least maybe two or three days worth of filming that she had to put in for this scene <laughs> and just, like, totally... Completely naked the whole time. No, the, the <laughs> director just wrote that in for his own. He, but, to get his rocks <laughs> off. Like a fucking wardrobe van never showed up. He called in sick. And they're like, you know what? We, we got everybody here. We got all the lights. We rented the place. Let's just do it. Let's just keep going like this. <laughs> Makes it easy on continuity. <laughs> Jesus and it's Christ. Like the rest of the movie's no better. You know, and unfortunately, it, that sucks because it but stars. But there's boobs. It's, but only for that scene. Like, that's it. After that, like like I said, they didn't even spread the nudity out. Like once you're past that, you're like, oh, now I got to deal with these people that I didn't so, care about. Would you recommend my bloody Valentine? Oh, I absolutely recommend to not watch this movie. Like this was not fun. You, I can't even recommend you get inebriated and watch this. This is terrible. It's, it's on the radar, so you movie. can avoid it, bro. Yeah, oh. it's streaming right now, but don't go looking it's, for it's it. It's one of those phone numbers you save to not answer. Wait a, is, yeah, that exactly. The, isn't that what they said about the room? And no, oh. at least you can enjoy that on a bad, uh, on a bad level. Where you're like, you can laugh at just how terrible it is. We could not laugh watch at this. Watch this piece of shit turn into a cult classic. It's it, they've had it over might ten years. Have following, right? They've had it's ten years. Have a Nobody time, talks right? about it. Oh, okay. Except for the full school. Except the full school. Right. You just started you just, the cult following, man. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, no. I feel like Dr. Frank this was not my intention. I had, I had the most noble <laughs> of intentions. No, put him down. <laughs> put him down. <laughs> well, thank you, Winston, for your movies to watch and not watch. So, anyway, so moving on from my bloody Valentine... We've got a true crime corner from Mrs. Smith with an all-new Deadly Valentines. Hey guys, Mrs. Smith here, and I'm back with another true crime story. It was Valentine's Day 2001. Dr. John Hamilton, an obstetrician gynecologist in Oklahoma City, had ordered an expensive arrangement of red orchids for his wife, Susan Hamilton. That morning, when he arrived home, he made a gruesome discovery. On the bathroom floor, he found his wife laying in a pool of her own blood. She had been strangled with two of her husband's ties. The perpetrator also drove her head onto the floor many times. Her death was caused by repeated blows to her head with a blunt object. Dr. Hamilton tried to revive her by performing CPR and then proceeded to call 911. When rescue workers arrived, they found him hysterical and covered in his wife's blood. He told them he had been frantically trying to save her life. The distraught doctor had an alibi and gave police an account of his movements that morning. He said he performed a surgery around 7 a.m., then came home to exchange Valentine cards with his wife. Afterwards, around 8.50 a.m., he said he was beeped because he was late for another procedure. After the second surgery, he returned home to pick up his date book and found his wife on the floor. In a search for suspects, investigators learned that Hamilton's did have enemies. In addition to delivering babies, Dr. John Hamilton performed abortions at his clinic. Anti-abortion protesters had picketed the clinic and their home the same week as the murder. 
However, at the crime scene, there was no evidence of forced entry, but they did find one potential clue. This clue came in a Valentine's Day card Susan had written to her husband, which read, quote, I bought my cards two weeks ago, so I guess maybe they don't seem as appropriate now, but I do love you. Have a good day, Susan. Police wanted to know what happened two weeks earlier. Dr. Hamilton said they had a fight about money, but investigators found evidence that there may have been more to the fight. There were accusations that Dr. Hamilton was having an affair with one of his clients, a topless dancer. Dr. Hamilton denied the two were having an affair. However, investigators uncovered evidence that Susan had found disclosing over 60 calls to this dancer from her husband's cell phone. A week before the murder, Susan made Dr. Hamilton write a letter to the dancer stating he could no longer be her doctor further. Prosecutors say Susan told friends she was thinking about filing for a divorce. At the trial, it all came down to blood evidence. Dr. Hamilton was observed by paramedics covered in his wife's blood. However, despite his claim of performing CPR on Susan, there was a lack of blood on his mouth and face. Not having a trace of blood in his face was impossible given the severity of Susan's injuries. Paramedics also observed him performing chest compressions incorrectly, which is incredibly strange for a doctor. The defense brought in a crime scene investigator, Tom Bevel, as an expert witness. They had him testify on the blood evidence, an area he specialized in. Bevel found blood inside the right sleeve of Dr. Hamilton's shirt. He said the blood found inside Dr. Hamilton's shirt was consistent with Hamilton beating his wife with a blunt instrument. With Bevel's testimony, it took the jury only two hours to find the doctor guilty of first-degree murder. Dr. Hamilton was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. Bevel said he had no choice but to tell the court what he knew, even if it hurt the client who hired him. You know, the whole time I was researching this story, I was just thinking, can you imagine being that patient he performed surgery on that morning to find out your doctor committed murder right before your operation? Crazy. <laughs> I knew he'd done it. I knew so, he'd yeah, done it from the start. Yeah. I, I, I like that she points that out, that because that, he did a surgery, then he went to go murder his wife, and then he right. came back to perform a second surgery. A murder that, that sandwich. That was his alibi I was doing. And, I <laughs> mean, that's one way to keep it person, personal from from <laughs> professional. Yeah. But I was, I was thinking, like, can you imagine, like, that patient? Every time that patient looks down at their scar, they're like, oh, my God. There's some Susan in there. Like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh God. And I love it that it was his own Gosh. defense witness that sealed his conviction. Well, So, listeners, I'm going to toss this one little thing out there. If you guys have any recommendations for Mrs. Smith to do a true crime investigation, drop us a line on, on social media. We'll, we'll, get it, we'll get it to her and we'll see what she can come up with. I honestly thought you were gonna. Crew. I thought you were gonna drop a plug on a gynecologist. <laughs> so don't yeah. I was like, Dr. Uh, Hamilton. So if you guys know of a new gynecologist, <laughs> we can go to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Preferably then. one that's serving life sentence for murder. I mean, if he doesn't kill you, he's gonna do a great fucking job on this. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to our full scoop. Now it's time for the roundtable segment. And today we're talking about the origins of Valentine's Day. To help us out, here's Antonio with the current segment, Language of Love. 
Ladies and not so ladies, this is Antonio Carrillo Guerra, bringing you a brief and very confusing history of Valentine's Day. Of course, it is a holiday we celebrate on February 14th of every year. But where did it come from? There are actually three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus in the Catholic Church. One legend says that Valentine was a priest who lived in Rome during the 3rd century. The emperor, Claudius II, believed that single men made better soldiers, and so he banned marriage for young men. This Valentine performed secret marriages for young couples. When the emperor found out, he was a little upset and ordered Valentine to be put to death. There are also stories that suggest Valentine may have been killed for helping Christians escape harsh Roman prisons. When he was in prison himself, he fell in love with a young girl who visited him. Before he died, he wrote her a letter signed, From Your Valentine. Very romantic, of course. Valentine's Day has also roots in an ancient Roman festival called Lupercalia. Roman priests who would go to a sacred cave and sacrifice goats and dogs. They would then use the hides of the goats to gently hit women to bring good luck and fertility for the next year. On Lupercalia, young women would place their names into a big pot and bachelors would choose a name and spend the year with the woman they chose. Many of those matches ended in marriage. Another two points to Romans for starting BDSM and key parties. In 496 AD, Pope Galatius declared February 14th to be St. Valentine's Day, and by the Middle Ages, it became a day associated with love and romance. People in France and England believed that February 14th was the beginning of mating season for birds, which added to the idea that it should be a romantic day. The oldest known Valentine's Day greeting still in existence today was written in 1415 by Charles, Duke of Orleans, not the New Orleans, but the Old Orleans, to his wife while he was in prison. The history of Valentine's Day is a little mysterious, but it has become a day to celebrate love and romance. After all, what's romance without a little light whipping and masked stranger holding a bowl of keys? So, full scoop team, did you make Valentine's Day cards in elementary school? Did you learn any of this history? I toss it to you. I did. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> in that order. <laughs> I do remember that. And I remember thinking, I mean, obviously, you know, when you're little kids, you make everybody give to everybody. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess. But I, I feel like maybe we shouldn't be pushing this on kids. You know, everyone's always saying like, oh, we shouldn't be like, sexualizing kids or we shouldn't be pushing them into these relationships that they don't know about but here we are essentially forcing kids to participate in this and hand out little love valentines to their classmates and i'll be honest i couldn't stand most of my classmates anyways so I'm like, oh, I, all, <laughs> all the valentines were just like hey stay cool or something you can't stand most of these people we're, we're pushing we're pushing these ideals and meanwhile we're getting rid of the the midday nap which has benefits. Oh, I would yeah, gl- right. I would have gladly traded those two. <laughs> uh, man, I I definitely did not know anything about this Looper Calia uh, ritual thing. Please, please, if I allow, had allow, known that Valentine's me, Day is based me. on that. Looper Calia. Looper Calia. Looper Calia. Oh, okay. It's essential. Have you well, participated and said boycotting? <laughs> I I have uh, I have sacrificed a goat here and there. What? I've seen the the whips. <laughs> I've seen the whips. <laughs> I've seen the keys. It's called the playroom for a reason. <laughs> Don't touch daddy's whips. 
<laughs> Remind me not to send them to the playroom when we go over to your house. <laughs> Put down my cat of nine tails. Come on. Look, I'm a cat. <laughs> hey, look, fucking leather mask. What do you think? I'm cat woman. That's a gimp suit. Take yes, it off. That, that's not a luchador mask. <laughs> What's this red ball here for? Give me that. Don't touch it. <laughs> Well, I think we're You're going into a very dark... You're under arrest with these dark... fuzzy handcuffs. <laughs> oh, no. Do you so think I mean, that there yeah, was I mean, too I much peer pressure on... Do you think there was a lot of peer pressure, so like social peer pressure in mm-hmm. elementary that that sort of put pressure on us growing up to the idea of marriage, thus resulting in a, a high divorce rate once oh, we got older? I, oh, I, I don't think the high divorce rate... Man, we're going to talk about divorce on the Valentine's Day episode. God. I'll be honest. I don't... I don't <laughs> For contrarians feel, like that. <laughs> I'm not feeling that, that the divorce rate is because of the pressure of marriage. I feel it's because people are becoming less and less so... How can I say? Like, so... It's, it's not as... It's not as big a stigma anymore. To get divorced as it was oh, back in the day. Gotcha. I mean, back in the day, you got divorced. You had to disappear to like a different you state. Yeah, you yeah. Were yeah, you were shunned. You had to move to a different state, change your name. And mm-hmm. you could never tell anyone that you had another family at some point. And nowadays, it's like, oh, I got divorced. That's ah, all right. All right. Now, you can, now it's just a check on on freaking Facebook. You just check divorce or single <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's like, ah, it's a check. It's not even a big deal anymore. So I feel like that's actually part of it where it's like, hey, I got divorced. Big deal. It cost me a few grand, but. It's, it's probably for the best. And nobody is, like, looked down on anymore for getting divorced. It's not a, it's not a, a, a you don't bring shame to the family. Not At least not anymore. here in the West. I don't know about other countries. I kind of, I kind of felt it? that it, the contributing factor also has been that our lifespans have grown in general. Oh, so Till like de- yeah. <laughs> Til like, death do you part used to be till like, 35 or 38. Uh, <laughs> 50s, 50s, right? Like a rational 50s. I would have been done by now. <laughs> and now Jesus. you're, like... Looking at the pipeline and going like eighty five, are we yeah, really? Like, yeah, I've been like, with ooh. this person like sixty years. So you're saying that there's expiration date on love? Is that what you're saying? I mean, no, to, to quote, hold on, to quote, I think it's biological, isn't it? To the quote, whole... to quote, outcast. If we say that nothing is forever, then what makes love the exception? But <laughs> you know, Ooh, the... dropping those outcast <laughs> quotes, dude. And I don't think so much is that there's an expiration to love. Like honestly, I, I don't. I don't really feel that, but I do feel that people, when they realize it's not working out, they're they're much more open to be like, let's just end this before it ends in a deadly Valentine or something, you know, <laughs> like that doctor and and his wife. Or do you think that maybe back in the day, like marriage was more like, well, if I'm not happy, at least I'll do it for the kids. And nowadays we're looking more at it as a, well. I'm entitled to my own pursuit of happiness, so everybody must adapt to my own self. I mean, that's, that sounds like a selfish standpoint. I've actually heard it the other way, that it's healthier for two parents who are not getting along to actually get a divorce. It's healthier for the kids right. rather than that, that, staying in, started, in something that becomes an abusive relationship. Yeah, so, so I believe it's more of a wokeness, actually. As much as I fucking hate that fucking phrase, term. Yeah. that term... Uh, people are starting to wake up to that fact that, you know what? Uh, a bad marriage could cause more damage than a fucking divorce could. And they're just starting to see that the, the ways 
from the old days has been very machismo and with the whole feminist movement too has pushed a lot so you know before like you said more the women would get shunned and they would have a hard time finding another husband and back then they they didn't have matched wages that they could go and get a job in so mm -hmm. They had to fucking stay, and they had to be like, well, you know what? At least I'm taken care of. The kids are taken care of. I'll just deal with it. And now they're more like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't got to deal with your <laughs> bullshit, you know? It, so, you know, it, in a meaning, it, it, it's lost its sense, uh, its value. People are starting to realize that that maybe love does expire, and you need to know when to fold them. Uh, when you know when to pull out and and move on. Well, if you had known to pull out, you wouldn't be in there in the first place. <laughs> right. I, I was gonna say I was like, I don't. Like, I clearly just don't. Because, just because you're deficient <laughs> in some areas doesn't mean you know how to love. <laughs> I think I think it's also part of like you you have to look at what you want out of a marriage. You know, if you truly love this person and you truly want to build like a life together. And you understand that there's going to be difficult times and that you might not always get along and that issues are going to arise and you can work through that, then, yeah, you can totally make it work. But if you're young and you're like, oh, I'm in love and I'm going to love this person forever and it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows. If you go in with that mentality and without really understanding just how difficult marriage can be, living with another human being who has had their own life and their own way of doing things for like, you know, their own experiences that, exactly, that led like them to where for, they are now, like, you know, maybe 20 years, give or take that were totally radically different from yours. Then there's going to be conflict. And if you don't yeah, really understand Mrs. that, Kelso. And that was the last time we heard from Mr. Kelso. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This, I'm kidding. This, I, I this message was pre-recorded on <laughs> Sunday. This was our, our last episode with Kelsey. You guys better fucking look for me. You better look for me, motherfuckers. You live too far away, man. Who I'm told you to move to the other side of the state? I'm just going to text her and make sure she that, that you're okay, and then she's going to text me back. Yeah, he's we, fine. We need to have a code word that when we text her, if we don't get that right. code word back, we know there's right. wrong. You know? Let's, the, oh, right now, it's it's uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Like no, but going like, back to what you're saying. So what you're, you're saying is that there's there should be wisdom on both parties to make a marriage work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, work. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes, takes a work. Lot of work. It's it's also it's also work adaptation on, on the the parents not not teaching them that anymore. I believe you know you, you, they have to see it somewhere. They have to learn it somewhere. That sometimes you gotta there's compromise in everything, and. But like I said, the, the society nowadays is like, hey, it's basically about how much you want to put up with. That's that's where we're at mm -hmm. right now. That's mm -hmm. it. If you don't want to put up with it, nothing says that you have to. Yeah. If, I, if, you're I actually, not, if you're not in a place that you're willing to compromise yet, then yeah. you're just not in a you're not. In then the you, time. Should, you shouldn't be getting married yet. Right. I wonder I wonder as a human population, like how much hypocrites we are. Like, I wonder what the divorce rate for February is compared to other months. <laughs> like, oh, like, shit. Like, Brilliant. Hey, yeah. like, I'm already fucking sweating because I haven't bought anything, dude. Yeah. 
like, oh, hey, man, oh my god! If y'all got any ideas, please send them my way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You just okay? I have to. I do have to say this. This is gonna. This is gonna air. <laughs> um, I did I buy already heart. like a Valentine's Day gift and a Valentine's Day card, and just I put gift? it in the same in the same bag that I, I had bought a DVD in. Essentially, I, I bought groceries also, and I unloaded the car and I left it all on in the kitchen on 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 our island. And she starts unpacking the groceries, of course, putting everything away in the pantry, the fridge, or whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm either like sit down to watch TV or do something else. And she's all like, "Hey, there's a, there's a movie in here." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," They're like I was like, "No big deal," because I bought the movie for us to watch together, whatever. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. You can just like take that out or whatever." And then and she's like, you. "Are you sure?" And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, are you sure? And I turn around and she's kind of holding the card already. And I'm like, oh, give me that. So she was You're back you. on the hook. <laughs> that one doesn't count anymore. No, right? it, it was she didn't those... read it. She didn't read it. So I'm okay. It was one of those questions that like they already know the answer to. Like, hey, I'm giving you a chance. <laughs> I'm giving you a chance to come clean. I totally forgot I had left that in there. No, I recently heard this. Is is this from the clerk or from you? (laughs) (laughs) Before I read it, (laughs) get mixed emotions. Now I gotta get. (laughs) So that was a bit of a funny moment. So with that being said, come on. On the inside. Come on, listeners. If if you guys are gonna go through the hassle of getting your partner a Valentine's Day present, put a little effort into hiding it. And I'm not, just saying, yeah. I'm not just saying it because of Winston. I bring this up because I recently heard another story on Facebook of a, of a close friend of mine. He used the joint bank account to buy his his wife's Valentine's present. Come on. Put a little bit more effort into that. Super expensive present got chewed out for wasting all that money. <laughs> that's, that's you, the one where did it go? <laughs> you have to buy Bitcoin. You have to turn it into Ether. You have to buy a Visa gift card with that. Oh, and then use the reward points of the purchase that you actually so, made to buy the real gift. Who the so, fuck uh, did I'm you go it. to Victoria's Secret with? Uh, <laughs> a joint account, Ben. Ben, a joint account to me implies that he had his own account to do this with. And he, and he didn't. And he hey, used the wrong hey, hey, hey. And yet he at, didn't. At, <laughs> yeah. at least, in his case, I would have at least said, you know what? Do a cash withdrawal of the amount. Make it look suspicious. Piss her off a day or two before. And then justify it on Valentine's Day. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and $20, $20 every other week. For <laughs> yeah. It won't look suspicious. <laughs> It won't look suspicious if you buy to the IRS the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> my wife picks up on everything. <laughs> See the way that my bank account is set up. I got to check in and save. I wish I could help, but. <laughs> well, a, a few oh. people that I know over the past like three months to a year, like I feel like I've seen more uh, divorces, more people kind of like coming out and saying like, "Oh yeah, I got a divorce." Um, so that's like across. Across different areas of my life, friends, family, and coworkers, and I was thinking, uh, my theory has been that it could could have been like the COVID nineteen pandemic, and I know it sounds kind of like disconnected, but my idea is that many people made drastic life changes during the pandemic as they I almost got felt during the people. Pandemic. Oh shit! It, I mean, one of it, it, one part of that is like there was forced lockdowns, and now you were having to spend all day with with people, and kind of like you know that makes people stir crazy. The, the other first, thing the is first like, like week was 
was kind of cool. Weak. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was two years of this shit. I enjoyed that whole year. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have kids. Six months into this thing, my kids were doing shit they've never fucking done in their lives. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my, my fucking 70-inch TV's broken now that I refuse to replace. There were mirrors and shit just broken off the walls. Jesus Handprints somehow on the fucking ceilings. <laughs> it, it, so, it was pretty bad. Somebody got thrown up there. You can we blame COVID-19? <laughs> can we blame COVID-19 for your hair loss then? Or is it just natural? What, what hair loss? <laughs> Did you get in a fight, too? I don't know. Every fucking year, I mark a line. Every day is a fight. I mark a line there, and it hasn't moved. (laughs) You you tattoo a little line there. Yeah. And and mark it. I think my Um, my skin is stretching. That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Looks like you got into a fight. It's getting thicker in the back. (laughs) It's an optical illusion. (laughs) What got thicker in the back? Uh, Man, so I, I'm. I, that was that was a theory, but now I'm thinking maybe it's just the age group, you know? Like, I'm just getting to that age where it just makes more sense for people to have been through... To get a divorce? Like, five, ten years of marriage, and, and that's kind of like the average. If, if there is going to be a divorce, then it's going to be like it's five, that, ten years in. That seven I think my, my, my Xbox popped up on Achievement when I got my first divorce. <laughs> what? I swear to God, I missed it, but I, I can't find it back. But I swear to God, I saw it. So Microsoft, if there I'm is an achievement, cheap, please uh, drop a line. <laughs> yeah. We need to verify this. Well, well, if y'all want to end on a good note, I've actually been looking at data while we've been having this conversation. And it turns out that there are less uh, divorces. Like the divorce rate is actually going down uh, per capita. All right, that's very important because what's going we're just on? Having more babies. It's only in the capitals. No, what's going? To, <laughs> no, what's happening is there's actually l- fewer marriages. Yeah, less people as well. getting married. Less people getting married means right. less people getting divorced. They're also getting married at a higher uh, at a at an older age. So you're talking they're about ready. you know it takes more wisdom right. to get into marriages. It's less of a stigma to live together with another person. It's less of a stigma to have a baby out of wedlock or whatever they called it. Well, now it's just that's just life, man. That's part of the like the the social yeah. construct is changing, and so that's actually leading to fewer that, marriages, fewer yeah. divorces. Now that there's nine billion people in the world, there's not a race mm-hmm. to multiply and have kids. Right. Thank so God. take your time. No, and, and and all those other factors that we talked about, like women being able to work and having a, you know equal pay and that kind of stuff, or you know, allegedly or close to equal pay. Uh, I mean, yeah, it used to be like if you weren't married by your mid to late twenties, like you were like considered an old spinstress. The spinstress. You're like, wow, no, no, you're too old. Yeah. You had to be married by like eighteen, nineteen, right. oh, yeah. twenty. At, at I believe it was closer to fifteen. That's why they have. That's why they still have quinceañeras. That's that's so true. This is true. I didn't want to go there for that, but uh, (laughs) at least we're past that. That's that's another uh, topic. Yeah. Yeah, man. So there you go. All right. So essentially, the marriages that are happening are uh, there's there's better odds of of them lasting because of older, smarter, probably more settled financially, secure financially. And you're actually ready to take that step versus like you're like a freaking teenager fresh out of high school. Well, that makes me feel better. 
I'm hoping the second one sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you and me okay. both. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. That's all, that's our show for now. You know, as we reflect on this uh, upcoming Valentine's Day, you know, despite all the, the jokes we made about divorce, if you have found that special someone, hang on to them. Love them and let them know that you care about them, you appreciate them, and, you know, just think about what it would be like without them. And if you can't see it being better without them, then, you know, hang on to them and let them know that they make your life better. Not just and perhaps surprise them with a light whipping. <laughs> I told you he was here. He was here all the time. <laughs> you can find you can find links for today's stories in our show notes. And listeners, stay tuned for my live stream of the my tattoo. The what kind oh, of tattoo? It's happening. Uh, oh, you gotta say it. It's Do it. going to be a penis. <laughs> it's gonna be a little abstract. A two, a well, two know. foot by two foot penis. Two, what, two inches. He <laughs> <laughs> just two by two. He wasn't. I said life size. <laughs> two by two inches. Have you seen Shaquille O'Neal in the shower? That's, uh... <laughs> oh, Wait, have you? <laughs> Who hasn't, man? I get, I get like court seats and everything. I'm subscribed to those email updates. If you like what you hear, support us with a review wherever you like. Send us ideas for stories. Send us ideas for reports. Send us ideas for some true crime stories. It helps us grow the Full Scoop community and keep putting messed up tattoos on myself. You've just received the Full Scoop. Yum. I can hear you. Be quiet. <laughs> si, senor. Can you hear them? Yes. Yes. But I, I can also hear Winston's washing machine every so often. So. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, Ben, you're, it's your turn to uh, host. You ready? I have no. P- <laughs> go. Here we go. Live from our mom's basement studio, it's the Full Scoop Podcast. Rude, crude, and lewd. It's the show where we bring you yesterday's news tomorrow. Strap in as we dive into headlines, skits, conspiracies, and more. And now, here's your host, Benjamin Medina. Welcome to the Full Scoop. I'm not your host. Wait, what? (laughs) What happened to the lines? I thought I was yellow now. Yeah, he's right. It's he's all right. it's all you, baby. No, it's all you. All, we're all over we're all over the place. Remember we, we we actually did color code the intro and I don't think we've used it since we did the we did you just that. did the intro. Uh Goosey. You just did the intro. That was opening credits. just that, takes it away. That was opening credits. That was opening credits, yeah. Kind of like uh Wait. I love the enthusiasm we we rolled into it, but what what's going on? What what if we do this? Welcome to the full scoop. I'm your host Benjamin Medina here with here with. Hey, nice. Johnny Kelso. <laughs> Johnny Kelso. Are we running? Oh, <laughs> why? How? It's because I'm not I'm not getting what the hell's going on because you just did a a, a double <laughs> intro. You already <laughs> announced, Ben. You want yes, a triple? You, you, 
You want a triple one? You were correct. You were correct. So we skipped that. You Did you not see me edit out all the bulk of that? So we skipped that. He started again from the top, and now your line is Johnny Kelso. Take it from there. Excited. <laughs> Johnny Kelso! And Winston Alan. Smith! Oh no, you always go second, but now it's alphabetically. Son of a bitch! Makes sense because I'm so used to. Uh, Thank you for no, the chaos sure. on my host day. Thank you. Thank you guys. You know what? Let's let's go straight into a full scoop today. <laughs> well, it's Al Alan here. Wait, I thought you're not here. What? I am. Wait a minute. Why I is am. Ben hosting? I, I think he's I just think hosting. We're taking okay. turns. Should we just take it from the beginning just to make your job easier here, Alan? Uh, like, let's like take it from the middle. Right, right in the middle. What's the middle? <laughs> Notes. <laughs> There's a, an Indian uh, startup. Oh, you're not done. Is pulling water. Oh yeah. Lighter than air. Oh. It's it, pulling water it, from it, the air. Who? It is. It, it's um, seen it. Right. But this one is uh, next week supposed to kick off pulling 1,000 liters a day. Mm. So it's actually going online. And they mm -hmm. want to push by the end of this year to pull 10,000 liters a day. Right. The only setback is that they're saying that it's super expensive to do it. So it takes up a lot of energy. So they need to figure out how to get it on renewable energy to mitigate the creation of that water with the pollution of the earth would solar energy suffice probably not i don't know man I mean, they can uh, use a combination of wind and solar no, and i like i like that too both both <laughs> sources of clean energy yeah what you say solar. johnny and, and farts. farts and farts <laughs> <laughs> that's what we really need we need to get rid of that methane and just hook up all the cows' asses to this fucking machine. It's and boom, global warming gets fixed hey, and we power the hey, earth. Don't give an idea to the AI because it starts with the cows. But guess, what's the, guess what <laughs> you happens? You hear that to the, open AI? Guess what happens to the humans after the cows? I mean, I'll oh, no. Like, <laughs> we're, we're all connected. The of the world will be who's fine. the next? And this is the source by of the butts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beginning of the Matrix. Rocking the Matrix. It wasn't in the neck. It, it was in the butt. <laughs> they just they just made it PG thirteen by putting it in the neck. Oh. <laughs> oh. If we're looking oh, at that man. efficiency of the right. computer, they're like, we need to go Fuck. up the rectum. <laughs> Nobody's asshole. <laughs> no. oh. Have y'all thought this uh, this code front was a little chilly? Red pill, please. That had come in. <sighs> uh, we've had worse. We have we? Yeah. So the the northeast part of the United States. Oh well, I, I was, mean, like we as in like us here in Texas. The na we the nation. I'm speaking <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> they they were getting like 140 mile per hour hurricane winds, dude. Like just random gusts, pushing the uh, the wind chill down to negative 108 degrees Fahrenheit. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Where was this? That's Fucking cold. The the, the North um, East uh, U.S. It's up there. Maine, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island. C fucking crazy. New Hampshire, yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah. Greenland. God bless Texas. <laughs> Russia. I think, well, I think only Siberia is like prepared for that type of weather. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was so then, you know, half of Mexico was uh, was under fucking heavy snow and they're going crazy too. I think we're getting pinched, guys. Like it's it's coming at us from both sides. The summer hits us and then the winter hits us. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a mother nature. Yeah, that's a pincher maneuver right there. That, that's what happens. Uh, it's going to global warming is going to cause uh large mass migrations, right? And before you know it, everybody's climbing on top of each other. Then the next thing is to keep warm, right? Not enough. Well, resources. Uh, among other things, it is. <laughs> it is February, and we are talking but, about. But some we all spices. we all fit like in uh, in Manhattan Island if we all stand side by side, right? Something like that. Nine uh, billion people standing nuts to butts can fit, you know, on on Manhattan <laughs> Island. Yeah, but what's the plan of that? I'm not going to stand all day like that. Well, no, it's like the penguins. We survive with our own body heat. Oh, you're saying if we needed to, if we needed to. I mean, yeah, if, if we right. had to. Right, but then there we won't do be like enough. The penguins. Is that why I mean, waddle? Because there's no room to really get a good stride. No, you rotate. You rotate like the outer ones do like <laughs> five minutes, in, yeah. and and they get to go all the way to the center. So and much, they just keep doing so that. So much thought into this scares me. There's a lot of science going on behind, uh, here. It's uh, all so, so we'll survive <laughs> the cold, but we'll die of starvation. So then after all that happens, then you get looting, and now you get your uh, It's too Armageddon. cold to loot. Your mass <laughs> It's 108 fucking degrees. What are you, no, you're going to well, steal the heaters. You're going to steal all the heaters and the propane. <laughs> I'm going to steal all the canned food first, man. Oh. It's frozen. You can't even fucking eat it. Are you going to suck on the can? <laughs> I'm going to put it under my armpit and then open it and eat it. I'm cutting this whole segment out anyways. It's too long. Two oh. stories, Johnny. Two stories. Oh, man. I got two more. No, fuck that. No, that's it's not. I've already no, tried there's no way. it twice to Winston. Oh, okay, yeah. stop <laughs> it. You need to throw it. I've heard him. I did not. But these are the two good ones. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Always lead with the good one. You're What's burying the lead here. I build up. I okay, build up. Go, go, go. No, <laughs> just, just go. Just rip the fucking mandate. I don't want to do it anymore. All right, yeah. fine. I'm going to rip the mandate. They're going to be real quick. Uh, That's what she you said. know what? <clears throat> I'll skip that one. No, so uh, That's what she just said. a quick one. 14,000 uh, Nigerian farmers are now uh, suing Shell for destroying their their fucking homes uh with uh, oil contamination good oh okay like there's, there's a shit ton that's it that's all i want to touch on are they winning i doubt it okay <laughs> shell's a really big company so is nigeria it's a really huh? anyways winston sorry winston 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 yes ben finally finally we get to you thank you yes uh, today believe you we have, have yes yeah, Wait, I got one more. No, no one's interested. <laughs> oh, just mute him. Just mute him. No, 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 no. We, we, can, I, can I get my last headlines in then? I had two more headlines. <laughs> well, if we're all good, well, then I actually had three. <laughs> I can find more. Can I, mean, I, that's not a, I can just, find more. Can I please right just now. get back to my top 30 Valentine's Day movies? What? So, yeah. <laughs> top, top three, right? <laughs> oh, shit, 30. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. No, no, no. It's just five. It's five. Five's a good oh. number. Five's a good number. So we're in February. Shoot. 